welcome to another episode of Coffee with Coaches, episode number seven. Seven. Yeah. Today we are uh, drinking Companion Coffee Company, which is a charitable cause for pause, and is really good coffee as well. It's really good. We um, are drinking the Hero Blend, and it's pretty cool because they s- send part of their profits to the Warrior Companion Foundation in Austin, Texas. So, yeah, definitely check them out. So- great yeah, coffee it is very good so today um it's kind of another hot topic but uh talking about nil deals um that's something that we've you know both had to experience uh being at the u of a kind of got to see it firsthand um so i think today we kind of give our opinions on it and uh we'll kind of go from there yeah what is an nil deal for the folks that don't know. Yeah, so NIL uh, is name and image likeness. Um, so a company now, uh, before this, you couldn't, uh, you know, profit. A company cannot profit off of a player's name, image, or likeness. So if, you know, KJ Jefferson wanted to get a jersey done, uh, that athlete could not benefit off of, you know, his name being put on a, a jersey or a picture of him being you know, sold, whatever, he couldn't uh, get any money for that. That was uh, against the rules. You'd get, the school could get fined, player could get suspended. Um, I mean, we saw that with, you know, countless athletes. But now uh, you can do NIL deals. An athlete can have an NIL deal with a company that they can use their name, image, likeness, um, and company can benefit off of it. And then the athlete now can uh, make a, profit off of their name and mention likeness yeah basically just allows athletes to make some money because um and we'll kind of get into our opinions on nil deals but athlete being a college athlete is a full-time job uh they practice and they compete and they go to school and everything in between is spent on recovery and going to see athletic trainers and studying and um, just other responsibilities that come with being an athlete showing up to events and whatnot. So they really don't have, most of them anyways, don't have a significant amount of time to spend working and doing other things. So NIL deals, when they came about, they came on the scene, I guess, what, two years ago? One year ago? Two years ago? One year ago. One year ago. So it really hasn't been that long. Um, But there's a lot of controversy over it now. Uh, when I think a lot of people were on board for athletes to be able to make some money. And it's been interesting to see it unfold over the last year and the changes that it's made to college sports. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, this it, it benefits everybody, obviously, like no matter if you're a starter or, you know, on the bench or whatnot. But, uh, you know, it really benefits those, you know, kids who, you know, could potentially get a – some kind of deal but may not be on scholarship because they're at a small school or they you know walk they were a walk-on or whatever um this kind of gives everybody the opportunity to make something even though and and i think this is uh you know misconstrued a lot of the time too like a lot of these guys are they're still you know making money like the school is giving them like most well i wouldn't say most schools but let's take arkansas for instance like those kids get a stipend uh, whether that's every semester or whatever it, it may be, um, they were making money before. Plus, you know, obviously getting your college paid for. And that's always like the big, you know, 
well, they're getting their school paid for, blah, blah, blah. Like, that should be enough. Uh, we'll kind of dive into that. But, um, yeah, there's um, – I, I think this is, you know, kind of a big big step in the in the right direction, um, but obviously has some things that need to be, you know, edited and, and reformed. But uh, let's go ahead and you give your opinion on it. Start off. I think – I kind of fall into the boat of, especially at the beginning of NIL deals, I was definitely on board. I thought it was awesome that athletes were able to use their name, especially so a lot of this has to do with social media now, right? Like they're able to promote themselves on social media for an athlete that has a big social media following. It's just an easier way for anybody, athlete or not, somebody that has a large social media following can make a lot of money by doing brand deals. So it was unfortunate for athletes that had really big followings to not be able to sign on to brand deals because it was a gift. They would lose their scholarship over it. So I think that it's it was great that this started to change that for them and allow them to use their name and their page and their space to make money. And then what it turned into for me, like being a strength coach, uh, and I think that there's an adjustment period and we're going to have to make more rules around it and there's going to have to be different things, but it, it turned into, um, athletes were constantly on social media during lifts there. They were constantly taking, getting content for whatever they're trying to do, trying to build their name. It took a lot of focus away. And I know this was happening in practice as well. And it took a lot of focus away from them actually being able to play, um, or train or compete. And then past that, I think it's been interesting to see what's happening, especially with football. And we'll see it happening with basketball as well. I don't know that you'll see it as much with some of our smaller sports, but it's turned into like professional, um, where they follow money now. So there's really no regulations on, teams being able to recruit some money or get companies yeah. to get on board with them and say like, well, I'll give this athlete this much money in his brand deal if he's willing to come to this school and, and win for our team. So I think that that's where there's some going to be some issues is there's really no regulations on how much money they can make. Um, or, I mean, athletes are able to hop onto the portal pretty much at any time now, it seems like, yeah. just to be able to. So I think that there's just a lot of the flip side of that, though, and I'm kind of just giving opinions from both sides, is um, people are mad about loyalty. People are saying that athletes aren't loyal anymore. I can't blame them. No. <laughs> I mean, I would chase money, too. Yeah. If, if it was... If I was a college kid, shoot, even now, if it was a $10,000 difference... See ya. Like yeah, yeah. loyalty or not, like you've got to do what you got to do to be able to live and live well. Yeah. Um, for some of them, like this is they're building their future. They're hopefully they're being smart about it. I think we need to do better on education. I think there needs to be more regulations around like the the rules with it, and then at a very small level, I think that in practice in the weight room. I think coaches need to be able to step up and say, hey, this is not the time or place to be promoting your yourself for NIL deals. Yeah. Yeah, I have way less issues with the regulation at, you know, the higher level. Like, I mean, I do think, obviously, like, a school – I mean, it's just like the NFL. Like, you have a, you have a cap. 
Mm-hmm. And I think school should have a cap. I mean, there's no reason. I'm, and, and we'll never know, you know, how much exactly schools were putting out uh, over this last year. Uh, but we know, you know, A&M paid a hefty amount. And mm-hmm. like, uh, and for one, it didn't help them <laughs> all that much. Um, they got great athletes that are now, you know, throwing themselves in the transfer portal. But, you know, a smaller school, even in the SEC, you know, more than likely can't, you know, live up to that expectation. And and that's where I think, like, you've got to, you know, lower that down at the university level to uh, not even the playing field, but just, I mean, come on, it's going to get out of hand. I mean, it's just like if you didn't do that in the NFL, you know, what's going to happen? You're going to have super teams Mm because if a team can – pay a ton of money but a smaller team literally cannot pay that much well yeah you're going to go to the team that (laughs) can pay the most money and yeah you know backing up to your point yeah loyalty you got like sport fans y'all like you gotta get over that like (laughs) come on you can't i you cannot tell me that no matter the sport i'm a diehard Razorback fan been since i was born if Alabama offered LSU offered me at Texas A&M any of these schools put up more money for me to go to that school than Arkansas did I don't like I'm going to the yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make them See the most later. money give like, me New Jersey exactly yeah. I put give me a New Jersey new number new whatever like well and that and I get why people are upset yeah, because that yeah. is the that's the fun part about college athletics is, is you it? have your team and before not always, but usually they would be there for a while. So you felt so you felt this pride. You felt in some weird way that you knew this athlete because you watched him play every Saturday or whenever. Like you yeah. you kind of feel like you're somewhat weirdly bonded to this yeah. team, right? No, Whenever you're a, a big fan. And then now to see it be so money driven and they will just up and leave over a dispute with a coach or not enough money or whatever, and you can't really blame them because it's yeah. an option for them. But it, it's the way college athletics is going. Yeah. Um, and I think that we'll even eventually start to see it trickle down into high school. You actually see um, kids are, are kind of... be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we already see it just a little bit where kids are, are transferring, moving to go play for a certain coach, to be in a certain district, to get certain looks from yeah. colleges. And I think if, as, as social media, which it seems like it's big, but I think it's just going to continue to grow. And as it continues to grow for younger kids as well, I think that we'll start to see very little um, playing for the love of the sport and more playing for money, more playing for the fame and everything else that comes with it. Yeah. Because I mean, you can use that same, that same logic. If those Alabama, A&M, LSU offered me a a spot, but Arkansas did, but there's no money involved. Yeah. Then I'm, then I'm going to Arkansas. Like that's where that goes, but you can't, blame these kids character for Mm -hmm. them making lifestyle or life decisions you know for them and so like i can't like yeah does you're taking loyalty the road that we're going down with college football is you're taking loyalty out of the game like that doesn't mean that we're taking it out of the kids yeah like you've taken it out of out of the system it's like the nfl i mean come on these those guys do some of them might but the majority they do not have loyalty 
to their team. No. I mean, we we see it all the time. Like, why do you think, you know, let's take, uh, I mean, these, these big guys who go for big amounts of money at small teams, like they know they're probably not going to win. They know they're probably not going to, you know, win a championship that year. But they know that they are set in stone. Their family's fine. Their mm-hmm. kids are going to be fine. Their grandkids will probably be fine. And, you know, how can you attack somebody's character on – you know, yeah. on that kind of platform. Like I said at the very beginning of this episode, it's being a college athlete is a job. It is a yeah. full-time responsibility from getting up and going to class to making it to practice to competing to eating to going to recovery stuff and to attend all of your extra events. It's it's a lot to be an athlete. It's a job and we wouldn't we would not shame somebody for leaving their job for another job that gave him a significant pay raise <laughs> exactly. or leaving their job to go to another job that gave him a lot more benefits. Yeah. So if one college is willing to offer a kid, sometimes it's not even about money. It can just be about benefits. Hey, we're yeah. able to provide you with this kind of coaching with this weight room. We're able to provide you with this nutrition center. Okay. Like some kids are going to take that deal and they're going to go and you can't blame them because no. we've turned we as fans turned college football into a job or college athletics into a job for these kids because it makes the school a lot of money. It's this is this is what happens whenever there's it's it's very money driven. Yeah. And it's a job for them to be able to show up and compete to get the school more money, to keep more fans in the seats. And now they're just going to do what we've turned it into and we wouldn't blame anybody we wouldn't blame a coach for going to another school that pays them more we wouldn't blame anybody for taking a job that pays more and gives more benefits yeah and this is not um you know this turning into what it is 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 not a bad thing like this is how it should be i mean it's ridiculous like these kids you know put on their university's jersey or whatever and they win championships that or you know whatever that benefit the university like these guys make millions mm-hmm. off of these athletes and what they do on the field for that school like there's no reason this is how it you know it should have been a long time ago yeah. um so that it's becoming this is is a long time coming it it should have been this uh, you know a long time ago um there just needs to and it's this is you know i we could have seen this coming from a mile away like we kind of knew it was going to be crazy probably these first couple of years. Um, and I do think that they'll figure it out and they'll put regulations on some of this stuff. The regulations should come from the school. It shouldn't come from that, what that kid can do, what yeah. that kid can benefit off of. There shouldn't be an issue, but if you've got a, you know, you boosters or whatever, are paying a kid, you know, whatever four million dollars a year to be at your school like come on like that's insane yeah you know like because you probably if the school can do that to one kid they probably got multiple you know and and that's when those you know not that it matters obviously because the team that we're we assume paid the most money did not do that well does not mean they're going to win um but you know obviously you want to kind of try and regulate that in, in some aspect yeah for sure um, I think that there's a few somewhat more like, like it's not an issue with NIL deals. I think that as this kind of smooths itself out a little bit, this will all get better too. But there are a few things that just annoy me about them, Oh yeah, which is 
the <laughs> over the last year like i said it's all been a learning curve for everybody but i think what we all expected like okay nil deals so athletes are now going to be able to get uh brand deals that are probably associated in some way with being an athlete so maybe they get sponsored by a clothing brand maybe they get picked up by gatorade or you know like element or they get picked up by something maybe they get picked up by an energy drink or something like that and then they're able (laughs) to promote it on their social media which is what we expected and then it turned into like your local furniture or car wash places (laughs) like hey this is our sponsored athlete and they're gonna be here signing t-shirts from this time it's like what (laughs) is happening or like yeah your local car dealership is is using an athlete in their commercial and it's so cheesy or i just follow athletes on social media and they're posting like oh you should try this brand you've never used that before you don't yeah. know what that is that bag is unopened that bag like, is don't. unopened <laughs> they're like supporting some random app or some random thing that yeah. they just blow up on their social media and like this is not in my personal opinion this just doesn't it's not very authentic it's just very weird that some of these athletes are promoting them which i get it like shoot if somebody offered me a couple hundred dollars to throw up their brand on social media i can't blame them but also like it's just it took a weird turn it's not i think what anybody expected yeah and then the other side of it is i think we have to keep in mind that we're talking about 18 to 22 23 year olds for the most part um and this is not ragging on any of them but I think that there's a lot of learning to be done in your early 20s on finances. And very few kids are going to be smart with that money. Yeah. So I think I think they tried to do some education at the beginning. But I think the education was more so centered around like what you can do, what you can't do, yeah. what the rules of the NIL deals are. And I think that um, they're going to have to do more like financial yeah. education over like how to save some money, how to invest some money, maybe just don't go blow it all on a new car, that yeah. sort of thing. Which can easily be done by just implementing those courses mm-hmm. into their class schedule or whatnot. If they wanted to go that yeah. far, I mean, you could. The, the whole thing of like, oh, you like they're not going to do that on their extra time. Well, then you can literally just like make it a course. Like they have that at their university. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, we had to go, or I believe that was part of my, uh, it it wasn't part of my main curriculum, but it was offered, um, you know, as a, like a supplemental class that I could take for credit was like business, whatever. I can't remember what it was like financial planning or business. I can't remember, but it was, it was just over, what how to manage your finances how to bounce a checkbook like just these basic things that which is ridiculous we should know this stuff in high school they should teach us these things it should be a part of it at an earlier age and it should if it's not being pushed now it should be because now it is becoming an issue they do that's that's my biggest concern is that you know, these kids aren't re- either reading contracts or reading, you know, between the lines on some of the stuff that can end up putting them in a hole. Yeah, I mean, they could sign a contract with a company that holds them to their brand and their brand only for Forever. a certain amount of years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if if they move on to 
you know, a higher level or even just in college, but maybe they're getting more looks or getting yeah. a bigger following and they want to move on to a bigger brand and make more money, they may not be able to because and, and if you think companies really Yeah. And if you think companies are not slimy enough, like mm-hmm. they will sue the shit out of you. <laughs> like if you have signed a contract, I mean that's and I'm not saying all of these are doing that, but I would not be surprised that some kid right now in college football has signed a contract that has screwed them, you know, down the line of their professional career or whatever, out of some amount of money. I'm not saying just totally, but like I'm sure there is something in somebody's contract that says you are, you know, tied to us for blank amount of years that you have to do these things, show up to these things, do whatever, yeah. or we will sue you. Yeah. For it. I mean, I think, like I said, it's not going to be all of them. Some of them are going to be super smart with yeah. their money. They're yeah. going to pay good attention. But I'm going to say for the most part, and this, like I said, it's nothing to do with that age group. It's, no, I, it's I'm almost 30 and I'm still learning about a lot of things yeah. like financially. Um, it and, happens in the NFL. Like, yeah. It's not just a, that's why, uh, you know, we're saying that is because it, if this is the, you know, groundwork that we're building, which is, you know, somewhat of what mm-hmm. the NFL looks like, it's going to come down to that level. Like yeah. there's just, it yeah. has nothing to, like you said, it's nothing more to do about with that like age group. just concern for the athletes and, yeah. um, and they are young and this is a big opportunity for them to get taken advantage of. And so there definitely needs to be some measures in place to help protect them as far as, and, and just everybody all around, there needs to be caps. There needs to be, um, just some more help, some more education, some more everything. And then I hope it goes to a place where things are at least becoming slightly more authentic where it's not just everybody and their mom can throw out some money and get a brand deal. I, think that's going to be kind of crazy to see yeah no i definitely do and um i think if they are able to do those things and um just implement you know and also kind of my fear is that it just goes they see what happened this year and then they just go like crazy overboard with it um which wouldn't surprise me but i hope that they start slow and small um i mean honestly i think even though Yes, the transfer portal is, you know, the largest that it's ever been, you know, not even close in previous years. Um, you know, I, I I think that's just part of it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think those kids, uh, you know, will learn from it if they're if they are chasing money specifically, which obviously I would imagine a lot of those are, yeah. <laughs> which is why it's it's so crazy now compared to previous years. Um yeah, some of those kids will probably learn. I mean, we had kids that entered the transfer portal last year that are now back in the transfer portal now. I mean, you didn't even make it a year. Um, yeah. and Chasing are, money is not going to make you happy. Yeah. But they probably have to figure that out the hard way. Yeah, exactly. And and it's not, you know, unfortunately, some of those kids, are that's the road that they're going to go down and, and they'll learn. Um, but I think for the most part, um, obviously it was it was beneficial for the kids. Um, and there's there's going to be a learning curve on it. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to know what you think about NIL deals. So shoot us a message, a DM. Um, you can tweet at us. <laughs> we'll put like we'll put maybe a question up or something. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, see what you think. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. You got anything else? No. Follow us on all of our social media. Um, you know, Give us a, a five stars on this podcast. Go like our instagram twitter facebook linkedin 
all kind of stuff. All the stuff. And yeah. if you, um, depending on what platform you're listening from, make sure you follow so you can get alerts for future podcasts. Yeah. All right, see you. All right.